You are listening to The Enthusiast Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. This is episode two with Rel Kendall. This is actually a recast episode. I published this uh, a, probably about a year and a half ago. Oh, God, past that, probably about two years now, um, with uh, my good friend Rel Kendall. She runs a nonprofit called Run Like Rel, and we did a podcast. Uh, man, it was probably even longer than two years ago. That's crazy. But um, basically, when we did the podcast, she was uh, working to kind of get everything off the ground and working to get her nonprofit run like rel uh, running for lack of a better word. And I just wanted to get this out there right now, really just to kind of uh, remind everybody what's going on here and, and kind of spotlight rel. I think she's a great person. Um, and I love what she does. And I really wanted to profile this now because from the podcast and where it was at uh, back in, yeah, August of 2015, I want to say is probably when we recorded this originally to now we've seen so much development from originally when we talked she was just kind of getting it all together getting some funding down and really figuring out what run like rail was as a whole uh to seeing where it is now i mean she's flourishing and it's amazing what's happening right now in the twin cities and in uh minneapolis minnesota which is where she's uh based and where this nonprofit is based so um, just really wanted to get this out there and let you guys know what's going on with her. Uh, really, basically what Run Like Rel is, is that uh, it started off as a blog that focused on her pursuit and passions of health and fitness through, you know, running, obviously, with the name Run Like Rel, um, and goal setting. And since Rel started Run Like Rel, uh, really what it's evolved into now is helping youth and young adults to really help them pursue their dreams. Uh, everything that, you know, goes into whatever dreams are, uh, whether it's to find a job after graduating high school, you know, finding a way to get into college, uh, possibly even starting their own business. REL really established around like REL to build a sense of community and help youth achieve their dreams. And if, if you ask me personally, I think Run Like REL is... Forget Run Like Rel, forget the nonprofit. I think Rel is absolutely freaking fantastic. She's a great person. She's a ball of energy. Anytime I've ever talked to her, every time I see her, she brings a smile to your face. She's even been an inspiration for me since I met her back in 2013 in Los Angeles uh, through an internship program I did back then, which is the company that I work for now called Dream Careers. Uh, she's really 100% inspired me to pursue you know, pursue my own dreams and get a little more out of me day to day. And really just knowing what she's doing currently with the communities in the Twin Cities is absolutely great. Uh, you know, one of the big missions that she's hoped to accomplish is to, uh, you know, really grant diverse youth across different communities and uh, really to get them to collaborate, to, you know, work on different events, uh, whether that be fundraisers or marathons or whatever it is uh, to really help kind of close that gap in finding people from high school to then college to then job placement to really pursue what they want to pursue. And she, you know, as I mentioned, she focuses on 
three different components. Education, uh, which is really college-bound prep, uh, different programming of that sort. Networking, career development, so after uh, education, after, after the kind of career in academia. Uh, and health and wellness through running, lifting, uh, diet, exercise, nutrition, you name it. Everything that promotes a healthy lifestyle. And as I'm recording this, I'm so pissed that I missed uh, I missed out on what was going on here. But I, I just texted her and I'm like, hey, I'm going to put this podcast up. I'm going to get it going, kind of like a recast and just let everybody know what you're doing. Do you have any events that you want to promote? And literally, it's I'm recording this at like 7.30 p.m. on a Monday, the day when she has this awesome event going on, uh, which is a brewery fundraising event. So over at Fulton Brewery in Minneapolis, Minnesota, 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 Minnesota. I don't know, she'll probably kill me for that. Uh, it's my best impression of somebody from Minnesota. It's my Fargo. Uh, but she, she's, you know, doing this event, running this event right now, uh, as I'm speaking. So, you know, at the time of this recording, she's over at Fulton Brewery, doing some fundraising with some awesome things going on. There's a raffle. Uh, I think she had Plinko there, which is awesome. It's my, uh, that's my favorite Price is Right game. If that's not your favorite Price is Right game, you're wrong. So go watch Price is Right again uh, and love Plinko. Love the shit out of Plinko because it's a great game. Actually, it's so great. Now I'm going to go off on a tangent. Plinko's so great, they made another game show called The Wall, that's just Plinko. That's how great Plinko is. So anyway, she's doing that, which is great. Uh, and she's got a uh, race series coming up. And if you know Rel, I, I, I know Rel uh, fairly well, and she runs like a maniac, uh, which is crazy. But she has a race series uh, this upcoming year for 2017 to get youth and just to get people together for some community building. Uh, she'll be doing the Polar Plunge in... Minneapolis in March. She's got the Getting Gear 10K Half Marathon, April 29th. The EAU Claire Marathon Relay, May 6th and May 7th. Uh, the Color Run up in Minneapolis on July 10th. And a ton more. I think she's doing the Tough Mudder and some other 10Ks and some other marathons. And she's all over the place. And they're going to be going on all year. Check them out. If you're up in the area, I suggest you get involved. If you're not up in the area, uh, you can donate on her website, and I'm going to plug the website here right now. It's uh, runlikerel.com. You can go over there, check it out, uh, check out her sponsors, see how to donate. Um, you can check out her Start With a Dream Foundation or even volunteer to work if you're in the area. Uh, if you want to contact her, I suggest going to runlikerel.com, checking out the website. You can email her at runlikerel at gmail.com. Uh, check her out. I'll get into the podcast that we recorded uh, in August of 2015. Check it out. It's great to see where she was at the time of this recording to where she is now with her, really with her own dreams and uh, excited to see it going. And yeah, check it out and enjoy the podcast. I mean, just tell me, where did you start? When, like, where did the idea come from? Um, the idea came from um, the blog that I started. So I knew that I knew what I was passionate about, what I loved. Um, I wanted to 
run Boston, the Boston Marathon someday. And actually, I plan on doing so in 2023. Um, so it kind of just started with an idea of like goal setting, actually, and uh, me writing inspirational blog posts. And I didn't really know what it was. I didn't know it wasn't a come from it. I didn't have much clarity, but I just knew that I wanted to inspire people, um, motivate them to um, not only um, set goals, but um, create action plans to achieve them. Um, so within the last three years, I've really just kind of found out exactly what I want to do um, for a living and that um, uh, and that really just incorporates um, run like well and what I want it to be. So um, my plan in the next three years is um, for Run Like Rel to become an official 501c3 nonprofit um, in Minneapolis in the Twin Cities area. Um, and we're going to serve 18 to 24 year olds um, in the inner city. We're going to uh, focus on um, diverse youth um, from all different backgrounds. Um, and what we're going to do is um, basically like all around, um, we're going to be um, a resource allocation for them and then also dream enabling. Um, so what we're going to do is have um, them come to us um, with a dream, a goal, multiple like ambitions, passions that they have um, and really help them um, um, fine tune them and have different action plans. So um, it's kind of like one on one consulting in a way, yeah. but it's also um, just like, okay, um, what do you want to accomplish? How can we help you get there? Um, and then we'll have um, resources and partnerships with, um, you know, professional companies or, you know, people in the community um, that are professionals that can really help them get to where they want to be. Well, I was going to say it's, I mean, it's kind of like one-on-one -on -one consulting, but it's your own little spin on it. And mm -hmm. like, by the way, I didn't even introduce you. I was just like, Hey, talk about your thing. And I just go crazy. <laughs> but no, um, I'm, I'm with Rel Kendall. I they call you Rel, right? Yeah. And that's just like what everybody calls R -E -L, you. R-E-L, Rel. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm with you right now. And basically just to a little, like what all that was in a nutshell is your nonprofit that you want to start and that awesome, this awesome thing that you're doing. And that's really the entire reason I wanted to sit down and talk with you is because I know you're doing this thing and you have like your own little future, you know, you have your uh, entrepreneurial idea and just like me with the podcasting, you know, as I sit down and I do this, this is just, it's, it started as a hobby and then you start to get people who like give you endorsements and you're getting some money from it. You're doing certain things, but what you're doing is you're having this spin on your passions and things that you want to do, but you're helping the community and you're, you know, you're building up with the community um, and doing things in, in there. And like in a nutshell, what you basically just explained is awesome, but it's also a lot. I kind of want to understand it. Is it. A lot. I don't really it get it. It's a lot. Sure. Yeah. And so, um, I guess, um, starting up is just really what I want to do is just carry out my mission. So right away, I'm going to tell people what my mission is. I want to inspire 18, 24 year olds to dream big, to chase after their passions, all with a never give up attitude. So how are we going to help them accomplish this? Um, so what Run Like Rel is, is like I said, we're going to be, um, a resource allocation and also, um, like a, somewhere where they can, um, freely dream and like just kind of live out their passions and go after whatever they want no matter how big or small their goals are we want them to we want to just like have them come to a very positive motivating environment where we're non-judgmental where we're like okay like um no dream is too big and so what we're going to focus on is um like four main aspects so run like well it's going to be um one it's going to be um, college bound um, programming. So what we're going to do, let's say um, a 19-year-old comes to us and is like, 
you know, I'm a year out of high school. I didn't think that I wanted to go to college, but now I think that's an open option for me. And I don't know where to start. They may not have a mentor. They may not have, you know, a career counselor to go to um, or, you know, just different resources. So they can come to us and we'll already have partnerships formed with community colleges and universities around the area. So we can get them connected to um, a counselor, um, financial aid advisor, enrollment, admissions and things like that. So we're kind of like the third party to like get them um, to where they want to be and get them hooked up that way. Um, so, um, and then we're also going to bring them on, um, college campus tours. So let's say, um, they're figuring out where they want to go. So, um, we'll take, we'll have groups going, um, we'll have like our own buses that go out to give, um, these college tours. So that's going to be really cool. So, yep. So we'll have college bound programming and then we're also going to have, um, networking and career building, uh, development. So what we're going to have is, um, if they have a goal um, or they you know, are job searching and they don't know where to start and they need help, um, we're going to get them connected to career counselors at universities. We're going to um, get them information on local job fairs. Um, we're going to have um, more fun things too, like um, networking events and then like uh, speakers that come in um, giving them advice from professionals. Um, so kind of like... Um, um, different settings like workshops, like more interactive workshops, but then also, you know, oh, here's like a really awesome job fair that would, you know, more specifically um, talk about what they want to go into and things like that. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah, so it would be career bound or college bound and then um, networking career development. And then um, we're going to have um, healthy lifestyle segment of it. Yeah. So it's going to be, which we're going to, um, focus more on events so event style as in we're going to have fun like um, active um, events such as like a f- annual 5k so like that's kind of where my passion comes in because yeah. I'm a road racer and that's just like my dream to have my own races and that's going to be one of the main fundraisers for us so um, it'll be an annual 5k slash 10k race and um, what we're going to do is um, just like have really promote it and have it be just like a really awesome like motivating environment for them even with our youth that have um like healthy active lifestyles like if they have goals within that if they want to finish a 5k so we want to help them get from like a couch to 5k like you know training plan um and the 5k really means a lot to me because um it's kind of like a metaphor um for what run like rel is okay so um it is so the whole thing with it is so it's run like rel and then it's hold fast to your dreams and then um, it's. Yeah, I know what it is. I've got it. <laughs> He's got a wristband. I've got a wristband. Um, yeah. But it's really. Um, and then I have this um, kind of catchphrase, I guess, or two. Like, um, it's start with a dream, chase after it, run with it. And so what we want to do is have the race be a metaphor for, okay, what is your goal? What is your dream? You know, let's help you pursue it. Let's chase this journey, whatever it is. And like, let's have you accomplish it. And like, you know, with me, like this being my dream, like run like, well, it's like, okay, like this is my dream to start a nonprofit. Like I'm going to run with it. Let's go. And then, um, so I'm pretty much chasing my dream right now. And then when it is like a 501c3, it's like, I'm just going to keep running with it and I'm just going to keep going and never really have a cap on my dream. Cause mm-hmm. I really see this being just like a huge successful, like nonprofit. And we're just going to give back and serve so many youth and it's going to be amazing. Um, so, um, with those three, so we'll have like a 5k, we'll have like fun basketball, tennis tournaments, things like that. Um, just do really fun events in the community, get some really great volunteers. Like let's say, 
Um, I know some yoga instructors that would volunteer their time and have yoga sessions. And so then um, we would have um, people come in the community and um, donate money. So like all the proceeds would go to our programming Mm -hmm. um, and things like that. And then the last... Go ahead. Sorry. And the last aspect of it was I'm going to start my um, annual scholarship fund. So we're going to create that criteria um, and give scholarship money to um, one to two um, participants a year that are in the program for them to pursue their dreams um, and or attend college. So it sounds to me like you mentioned the word community and I have a ton of questions right now. But um, you mentioned community kind of like your own community where you're from. You're from Minnesota. Yes. Yeah. Say it. Minnesota. (laughs) But you're from Minnesota and you mentioned like the community there, that small community. But what it sounds like to me is you're building this run like rel. This is a community with inside of it. Mm -hmm. It's almost meta to a sense where it's just, you know, inside something else. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the things I wanted to like, well, number one, my first question is what's a 501c3? Is that what makes a nonprofit kind of official? Yes. So it's pretty much um, what the government would consider like, um, an official nonprofit. Yeah. Okay. So it's heavily regulated by the government. So that means that you have to follow certain criteria. Um, you would have, um, certain amount of funding and you'd have to like go by specific like stipulations. Um, and then also that's where like your budgeting comes in. That's where like, I need to have specific things in order to run a nonprofit. Like I would need an executive board. I would need to hire employees. I would have to have a budget. I would have to, a lot of the, um, organization and bookkeeping, and then also have to report, to a board and the government and letting them know what kind of work we're doing where's our money going how are we helping the community and like really breaking down like strategically like the numbers of um let's say just like really specific things like the number of youth in our program like how many are um graduating college how many are getting good grades how many are out of the streets not doing crime or you know how have how have we changed impacted youth's life so like that's the kind of like concrete things that they need to know um, because we are going to be getting um, you know donations and have partnerships where we're going to our funding is going to come from um, people that um, are going to make these donations and it's all tax deductible so, of course and anything so, that you're yeah anything that you're making money with the government's going to get involved too right exactly yeah. so just a lot of and it's so it's a lot but um, it's just really kind of building from the ground up and a lot of uh of nonprofit like presence that I've worked with, um, they kind of started where I am now. It's kind of like grassroots, like from the bottom, like one man show. Yeah. And so I'm just learning and doing a lot of research right now on what that is, and I'm um, kind of prioritizing, you know, what my next steps are because it, it a lot goes into it. How much time are you are you in right now? I mean, when did when did this culminate? Um, honestly, really fast in the last like four months okay. because that's when I really found um, my mentors in the community mm-hmm. and um, a couple of nonprofits, um, one being um, the YMCA, which is really big. So I've been a wide kid my whole life. Um, but my twin sister works for the YMCA. So, um, but that's like a huge like connection that I have in partnership that I'm going to make. Um, and then also um, I met a president of um, Boulder options. It's called, and he, um, his name is Daryl Thompson and he, I met him at a fundraising event that my sister was doing, um, a tennis tournament. And I just, you know, told, I walked up to him, started talking and, um, he was like, tell me about yourself. And, uh, you know, automatically, I don't know. I just went to me and my passions, my dream and what I want to do. 
um, just because I loved his, I do love Boulder Options so much and the work that they do. So they do an intense um, year long commitment, like mentorship program. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And so it's, um, it's based on um, like healthy lifestyles too. So they focus on like healthy lifestyle workshops um, and then like do different like fun things um, through their mentorship program for youth. And it's um, aimed 10 to 14 year olds. And so um, that was really cool. And I just been really involved um, in volunteering with them and networking and just, you know, I ran a marathon for them. Um, so, and then from there, um, I guess just, um, making those connections and then finding my key mentors, um, just to really get me motivated. Um, but I just remember like certain key things that, um, the, my Boulder Options mentors have told me, um, just that, you know, they want to help me build my dream and like my successes are their successes. And so that's the kind of things that I want to tell my youth someday, and that just that um, it's just really amazing that Boulder Options is giving me this like huge opportunity, this huge outlet to like just like do my programming. And like they're offering me, they're going to be my fiscal agent. And they're offering me um, to use their facilities for free. And so if I want to do um, a dream board workshop or um, you know anything that I want, any my programming, like they're willing to really like let me do my thing and be a program entity of them, mm-hmm. which is amazing because they're already. They're a very successful nonprofit. They've been around for 20 years and they're very well known and they just do awesome work. They're, they have so many events going on and they, a lot of people know about different communities know about them um, in the Twin Cities just because of all the events that they do and they hold. Um, so it's just like really awesome that like I kind of get to be a part of what they do. Yeah, totally. But in my own way. Yeah, and that's what it sounds like you're trying to do here. And it, it really, because I know this has been an idea, it's at least been a thing of yours. Um, that you've been passionate about, right? You've been passionate about these career goals with the company that we work with, with Dream Careers, and this is furthering careers, um, you know, with with people that are our age or you know a little younger than us who mm-hmm. who want to they want to do something and they have an idea of how they want to succeed in life, but they're really not there yet. And mm-hmm. it sounds like that's kind of what you're focusing in, and then you're honing that towards your own personal goals, which I actually want to talk about with. Um, or just personal passions, which is fitness uh, and running and do, doing a lot of that. I know having a healthy lifestyle is one of those things that I, I love talking about it because there, there's uh, millions and millions of books that you could focus on with like, okay, how, what's a healthy lifestyle, right? You could do the paleo diet. You could do Dolce diet. There's a million, millions of different things, but ultimately it comes down to caring about yourself, eating well, and then doing some exercise, right? Mm-hmm. And I actually kind of, and it's really, it's real simple actually when, you know, you sit down and you don't have to write 20 books about it, but um, at least like getting it out there and telling people, hey, have this healthy lifestyle, focus on that. Um, I think that's what's most important and it's something that you do. But I wanted to ask you, where does that, where did that come in? I mean, were you, even in high school, were you like a runner? Did you do yeah. stuff? Um, well, I started, um, running in high school and it wasn't until like my junior, senior year where I was, I guess it was kind of started as a community for me to be a part of, um, because I didn't really have a lot of friends in high school. I didn't really know where I fit in. And then I was like, you know, I, I knew I loved sports. I like to be active, but I wasn't part of a community or a team. Um, and then it was just kind of, oh, I'm going to, you know, go for a three mile jog with the track team and see how that goes. And cause I want to join because oh, my twin sister was doing track and field. So I was like, you know, I want to join and do something. 
too. So, um, and then I just, from there I met my coach. And so it's really, for me, um, the connections that I made with people and just the community building. Um, and then, um, just working hard for what I wanted. Um, so I ended up, uh, not being a great runner, you know, in the beginning and, um, then the next year I came back and I was like, you know, top three on varsity and I, but I worked really hard for that. And I think it was one of those things where I just, I love setting goals and I love just going after what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And that to me was with anything and everything in life. And for me now, um, training for a marathon and, you know, having my dream of Boston someday, you know, before I'm 34 being like, okay, you know, what do I really need to accomplish what I need how much discipline do I need to have like how hard do I need to work um in order to make that dream a reality and you know to to run Boston it's not like you just register you know I need to qualify with a specific time I need to be it needs to be fast enough for me to get in you know before it fills up and things like that so really working it out strategically and having a plan and being disciplined and just like really having that deep desire to just go after it and like just work really hard for what you want and then it's going to be like that much more rewarding you know at the finish line and especially after what's all that happened with Boston because I had my dream before that happened then um the bombing and stuff like that so it just made me that much like okay like this is something that I have to do not only for myself but just like to inspire other people because what the whole run like Ralph thing came about too is just like the simple little things like i um, from my blog, like people on Facebook, like it, like individuals, it'll be like three to five people a year will just randomly out of the blue message me on Facebook, like you inspired me to run yeah. an extra mile, you inspired me to run this race, like thank you for inspiring me, like you're you know so motivating and like awesome, and I'm like wow, like to have an impact, even if it's you know one person in my entire life, like it's just so rewarding to me, and to know that like we can reach out and really motivate and inspire other people to you know, maybe it's not road race, maybe it's something else, but just to really just inspire people and to really get them just setting goals and like achieving them. And especially during, for our age, like 18 to 25 year olds, I think it's really hard because there's a lot going on and there's a lot we want to do, but you know, just like making sure, like really helping people like define, like define their own definition of success and then helping them get there. I think that's one of the uh, that whole thing that you just laid out there and especially mentioning the Boston Marathon with the bombing, it's almost like the American dream, you know, mm-hmm. is what you're what you're setting out there. It's work hard, earn it, it's gonna take time and it's gonna be tough and it's gonna suck for a while. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna start to notice that build on, okay, I ran for twenty minutes today, I'm so tired I can't do it. Twenty five, thirty. It goes from there, eventually you're running in the Boston Marathon. And that's true with everything in life, you know, not just with fitness and running. But I think definitely, like you said, use it as a metaphor. Everything's a metaphor, right? Mm-hmm. Um, everything's a metaphor for in, increasing yourself, becoming you know uh, a better self, you know, finding Zen within those uh, different characteristics and different ways of life. Uh, even with you, you know, with doing run like Rel, with doing your nonprofit and working towards that, is you're taking these things that are a metaphor for each other and building upon them. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I know what I mean. Do you have like a like a plan over the next year of? Uh, you just mentioned, you know, mm-hmm. with, with running, you have that set goal. Is there anything with, um, if we spin it around from the from the fitness and the running and stuff, um, do you have a set goal for Run Like Rel of where you guys want to be? Like, let's say August 3rd, 2016, from the date that we're recording this, mm-hmm. where would you like to be a year from now? Okay, so a year from now um, with Run Like Rel, um, what we're really going to focus on is 
living out our mission. So what that means that we're starting from a place where we don't have a lot of funding, we don't have a, but a big budget, we don't have necessarily a lot of partnerships formed, we have a lot of connections and network, we, we know a lot of people, but we don't necessarily have like a lot of money to do a lot. So what we're gonna do is smaller programming and recruit those 18 to 24 year olds through our networks, um, through um, high, high school programming, college bound programming, um, and really, um, let them know what Run Like Well is, what our mission is, how we, you know, how we plan on helping the community. And um, so by carrying out our mission, so when I get back, I'm going to hold my first dream, boarding, dream board workshop. We're going to create dream vision boards mm -hmm. um, and just have like little events like that leading up to a 5K, which I hope to have next fall in October. Um, so from that time, we're going to be focusing on um, carrying on our mission, recruitment, um, letting people know what we do, um, and then also um, implementing um, fundraising, and then also um, really relying heavily on um, the knowledge from my fiscal agent, Boulder Options, on what scholarships, what awards, um, what grants am I eligible for, um, because I'm not a 501c3 yet, so I'm going to be focusing on um, grant writing, fundraising, in order for that 5K to happen next year. But we're really going to focus on just like smaller um, workshops in the community um, to really get those 18, 24-year-olds engaged. And then so when we do really start up our programming, that they'll have Run Like Well as a resource so they can invite their friends. So when we do start doing um, our college tours and we start doing our networking events, when we have fun things like um, spoken word and game night and yeah. dream more dream board and stuff like that um, workshops that they're you know that we have a base of where to go to um, and things like that so um, really carrying out the mission having smaller workshops and really just I for me it was kind of overwhelming because it's like I want this huge budget I want to do so much mm -hmm. but really carrying out my mission and giving back in ways that I can is going to be so rewarding and it's going to be that much more motivating and then the money honestly will come <laughs> yeah. because um, you know just speaking from my mentors and um, having those one-on-one -on -one meetings and agendas and you know creating my uh, my executive board so who do who do I want to be my CEO who do I want on my executive board so when I have meetings so um, just kind of creating that network, network as well. So that's about like four or five things that I'm going to focus on, but um, just really prioritizing. And then honestly, like strategically with even um, working on like my blog posts or social media in general and really branding myself and what, what kind of message do we want to send out there um, as far as, you know, with Facebook and Instagram and um, things like that. Like I'm really learning about just strategic branding and um, kind of using my networks um, of my friends that are doing that kind of work professionally mm -hmm. and how they can help me um, even like with logo, branding, social media, um, stuff like that. Getting things out there. Yeah. Right? And that's what, I mean, honestly, everything you just said there, it sounds like a metaphor. It sounds like the metaphor to running. Mm -hmm. you know, it's like step by step. You're going to find it. You're going to build your strength exactly. up. You know, it's you're so gonna build overwhelming. Your, well, yeah. yeah, it is. You know, but that's why people don't do it is because it's overwhelming. But if you have the foresight to actually go forward and, you know, pursue it and within time, like you said, the money's going to come, mm -hmm. right? That success is going to come. It's however you define success, whether it is, you know, fiscally through money or if it's just being healthy, looking better, feeling better, you know, through some fitness and through doing that, that's mm -hmm. how it's going to come. And I think that's one of the big things about you that I notice is, um, is you do have that foresight. You know, you, you always, you do have that positive mindset and a lot of people have a positive mindset, but it's the, 
It's the effect of you know putting it into effect, right? It's actually executing it, which is something that you do that I see that not a lot of people do, at least around you know um, just in general, just in, generally in life. You know, a lot of people talk, uh, not a lot of people actually put their words into action, mm-hmm. and that's one thing that I, I definitely think with you, you've always done, and uh, I, I definitely think you know, like I've talked to you before about um, it, really like like respect you know a lot of respect for that that you actually do put forth the effort to do this and you are reaching out to people you are finding those mentors and you're finding you know those connections to build yourself up um that's really what it's all about Mm -hmm. and i'm like really happy that you mentioned that too because i in my mission it's like how do i want to fit in this never give up attitude because especially where i come from in the inner city um i'm just seeing you know um in the last five years um just a lot of my friends and like their sisters and brother, their siblings not graduating high school and, you know, knowing what they want, but then not necessarily knowing how to get to where they want to be and not having that stepping stone, those resources, those mentors, that kind of programming to really help them like get to, you know, be that stepping stone for them. Mm -hmm. So like for me, it's just really like closing that gap and then making sure that like they have something not only to fall back on, but that they like are very, like, okay, like, I'm going to do this. And then, like, they just, like, feel confident and, like, knowing that they have um, resources in the community um, and hopefully, like, Run Like Well can be one of those for them. But um, it's just so – it's just super important to have those kind of, like, relationships and those kind that type of programming. Um, but especially where I'm from, or I think in a lot of places, too, people have told me that, you know, there is a lot of great not- youth nonprofits, but a lot of them focus on that age 4 to 14, which is awesome. But then after that, you know, yeah, they're in high school. Yeah, they do have resources, but um, it's kind of more general. So to have, like, specific programming for, like, 18, 24-year-olds that is more um, individual-based and, you know, more, I don't know, I want to say, like, cheesy, like, dream-enabling, like, okay, like, what inspires you type of programming, like, that... I think it's really needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely what we're going to focus on. So I think it's like really cool. I do think a lot of, I when you mentioned, um, you know, four to 14 is kind of the main age bracket for nonprofits, you know, focusing towards kids. But I definitely think uh, kids 18 to 21, 22, I think they really get lost in the chatter, you know, they go into high school. And, and I was just thinking about this today or yesterday, just real recently is how, um, you sure you have like guidance counselors and stuff, but mm-hmm. for me, i the only thing I've ever had a guidance counselor tell me is something that I couldn't do, not what I could do. And I feel like that's a, that's around, you know, I, I feel like it might not be prevalent with everybody, but I definitely feel like people do hear that. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, Hey, you can't do this. You can't get into that. And there's a lot of that mentality of, um, like getting into college, you know, and, and doing things in college. But I think one of the things that you're focusing on and you're going to have out there is uh, career and internship, you know, goals and doing things like that for your career. What do you want to do specifically? What can I individually reach out to you mm-hmm. and what can we accomplish together? Not so much, uh, you know, as saying like, oh, well, you could apply to this community college and focus on communications, you know. What are you going to do with that? You're going to do nothing with that in four years. You're going to maybe manage a Target or a Coles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but outside of that, what can we really – can we take your strengths and your successes that you have right now and build upon them to figure out where you want to go down the line? If we mm-hmm. do that, then I think you'll find some success and you'll be able to build upon these other dreams and these things that you want to do. And that's why – I'm here. I think that's really one of the big things that uh, mm-hmm. that you're focusing on because a lot of times I, I talk to people 
that are in high school or like in college and they talk about their major a lot, right? Majors are huge. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, what are you doing with your major? I'm a psych major. You know, I'm a communications major. I I was a journalism major. And like, when you get out of school, what are you doing with that? You know? Uh, And they're figuring it out and they don't know. And they, you know, they want to be able to ask themselves those questions. But then it's like they, you know, they still don't know. Yeah. So, so like taking that path and figuring out what you want to do with that and, and really fine-tuning that. Like, college is great. Everybody, I think everybody should have an education of some sort, you know, post-high school. But um, it's what what's more important to me is, like, what are you doing with that education, right? Uh, are you are you learning what you want to learn and going forward with what you want to with what you want to do in life? And, you know, what do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Um, that that kind of age-old question. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I think as you age, you know, when you... For me personally, when I was in elementary school, in the back of our yearbook, we had, uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? I put, like, trash truck driver. That's literally what I put. Because I was like, that looks fun, right? But as you age, it it's molded into not a career, but I think it's molded into what do you want your mission to be, mm-hmm. right? What what do you want to What are you put, passionate about? Exactly. What are you putting out into the world? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it was, you know, what, nine-year-old Clayton thought it was cool to ride on the back of a trash truck, you know, uh, no seatbelt or anything. But then you grow up and you, you know, you fine-tune it. Um, you take it from a career to, like, what do you really want to, you know, put out into the world? And where do you go from there? So mm-hmm. I think that's one of the huge things that I, like, applaud you for. Yeah. And then all things. And then also, sorry, I was thinking about just one thing that you said, too, was just, you know, at that age, too, it's so crucial and um, figuring out who you are, what you want to do, what mm-hmm. you're passionate about, what your dream is. And we just really, really want to emphasize that, you know, to... Um, to our youth that, you know, not everyone's dream is the same. Not everyone's goals are going to be the same. Everyone's journey is very different. Um, And so, you know, with my dream, not a lot of people my age, you know, at 20 want to start their own nonprofit to inspire others. Like they want to inspire them, but it might not be through a nonprofit. So, or things like that. So we just want to stress like the fact that like whatever that um, their goal, their dreams are, whatever their definition of success, whether they know that or not yet, we want to help them define that. And then create that action plan for them to get there and just know that that personalized like you know customized customized like action plan for them like is going to be so crucial and just like reaching out you know just being so personable because i think like you said also um within um the high schools and different programming it is you know more so not on a personal basis and i think that they really it's really important to just really make that like that outreach to specific like people that you see that are struggling with certain things in their life, challenges that they need to overcome, um, especially when it comes to family, school, and things like that. That they really do need that that one on one consulting at that time, and that mentorship is just so important, and so it's it's so crucial. Um, and so that's what we really want to do is like be that resource for them. Uh, do you want to plug your stuff? I know I have a wristband that says, you know, I mentioned earlier, it says run like rail, hold fast your dreams. I put it on every day because I mean, it makes me like, it gets me motivated to get up and go do things, you know, cause like I'm holding fast to my dreams, right? I, I, I don't know if you sell them or not, but do you want to plug like your website? Yeah, sure. So if you just Google, um, it's three words, run like rel, rel is R E L. Um, and then you'll find, um, my blog, which is, um, run, right, run like rel.wordpress.com right now. Um, and then also um, my Instagram's run like well all one, and then um, my Facebook page is actually just, it's facebook.com slash run like well inc so run like well inc. Um, but if you just Google run like well, um, a lot of that will just pop up because I'm trying to do a lot of um, just like Google Plus stuff like put my posts out there. 
Um, but yeah, you'll be hearing a lot from me and hopefully Clayton will share my things. <laughs> yeah, right? We'll in on the podcast, I, love, get it I know, there. I love this podcast thing. It's so cool. It's fun, right? Yeah. I love it. I mean, I, I use it. It's just fun because you have a real conversation when you're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, usually you're helping other people out too. It's like, it's going one way or the other. Like, I, I know mean, I want to help you. Yeah. And yeah. like, I want to put my thing out and write and you're putting your thing out into the world and I'm helping you do that. It's a, it's a two way street and I love it because like, I mean, now I, I have like a physical embodiment of what this is. If anybody asks me, Hey, what's run like real? I, you know, talk to your friend. She was doing this. I'm like, just listen to the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Check it out. Go to the website. But honestly, I think, yeah, do a Google search. Um, you'll probably find most of your Yeah, stuff. you will find my blog. You will find my Facebook page. Um, and then um, I'll have like my, all my social links on there. So you can like and share and things like Real, that. You're a pro. You're a pro at the podcast thing. I love it. You should start your own. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I'm actually trying <laughs> to do like more media things. Like I was talking to Jay Lowe about yeah. it because, you know, when I have like these awesome events like, going on, it's like, yeah, I can do like cool slideshows, but like I want to do like video like, mm-hmm. and be able to put it on like my blog and like my website, you know, and then because like I was talking to even Jess, like how she has like Squarespace and I was like, I want to do that because like I'm going to have like she wants to have like s- start selling stuff. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to have my own online search. She's like, yeah, you already have tanked out. I'm like, well, yeah, but, like, you know what I mean? Like it's <laughs> yeah. just so cool to see Doing those things. things that like you can really like advance from like, oh, like, oh, I'm just going to have like Instagram photos, but just really create that like the media yeah. and like everything there's so many aspects like so many cool things i could do totally and it's gonna you're gonna go from there and just it, it's the world is like your oyster really I know. You know and so. see how cool like the footage that we're getting from like the 5k and, yeah like, that's gonna I be know, it's gonna be so cool it's gonna be fun yeah so anyway thanks i'm so Appreciate excited it. for yeah, you yeah yeah thanks am so i much. still on okay. yeah you're I totally wasn't. still on oh okay <laughs> but and awesome. he called me like Hey, that's it, people. Uh, that's Rel. Um, I love her. She's great. It was a talk, you know, like at, at the beginning of the podcast, like I said. Um, it's a recast from, a, you know, about a year and a half ago, maybe even two years. But uh, check her stuff out. She's great. And uh, check our stuff out. Go to theenthusiast.com if you uh, want to see some of the blog posts that I'm posting or uh, other podcasts. You can go on iTunes. Uh, please click five stars, rate, review. I would love that. Let me know if you like this. Uh, let me know if you want me to switch it up. Right now, I'm you know, working for some interviews coming down the line and some other episodes just uh, with different stories and talking to people. Everything is going to be coming and I'm really excited to do it. So uh, lots to look forward to. I just started a Twitter account. It's at The Enthusiast. Uh, that's I-N Enthusiast. Check it out. Uh, the Facebook page is my Facebook page. Check that out too. Clayton Stanley. Uh, thanks again, guys. Really appreciate it. And uh, stay curious. Stay curious.